Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success Edge? This is Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 201. Yes, we are on the other side of 200 now, guys. And I am excited to be able to talk to you guys. I'm down here actually in my office again, and uh, I've got notes up here on my whiteboard. And uh, let me pull my um, actual mic away from my shirt uh, so you can hear me better. So anyway, guys, uh, this will be a short and sweet one uh, right here, um, maybe 10, 15 minutes uh, max. But uh, I'm actually reading a book currently uh, by Jesse Duplantis. Uh, I read a lot of books, by the way. Uh, And this one right here has been a pretty good book, uh, especially in the beginning of the book. It's been really, really good. And it's actually one of Jesse's new books. It's called The Big 12. And it's principles, uh, 12 principles that Jesse has used that has shaped his life. And I think it'll be good for you guys just to hear uh, the first chapter and some of the notes uh, that I got from uh, that first chapter. So let's dive into this. And I just want to talk about how this applies to you know your life in the marketplace, because that's what the Success Edge podcast is all about, is being able to take you know God's word and apply it successfully in the marketplace because God only knows success. So if God only knows success, don't you think that you want to get in on God's success? Because God only knows victory. He only is victory, victory, victory. There's nothing else in his vocabulary, nothing else in his demeanor other than victory and increase and success. And that's why that I enjoy talking about this topic all the time because it never gets old. So I want to talk about knowing what you want. You've got to know what you want. Now, I know for me personally, this has been a topic that's been near and dear to my heart for many, many years. I, I remember hearing the statements of, you know, you got to know what you want. You got to know uh, what it's going to take to get it. And you got to know when you want it and what you're willing to give up in order to get it. I mean, I remember those like four points right there that have been spoken over me multiple times in multiple audios, multiple teachings that I've heard over the years. Know what you want, know when you want it, uh, know what you're willing to give up uh, for it, and be willing to pay the price uh, for that. But anyway, so my deal is with this right here, whenever it caught me, it caught me with a good little bit of just what Jesse was talking about in the beginning of his book. And I, and I want to just kind of dive into this real quick if I can with you guys, okay? So everything that you've been given, everything that you've learned up to this point in your life, everything is going to help you get what you want and accomplish God's plan in your life. Now, I want you to hear that real quick, guys, Okay. Everything that you have, everything that you've learned up until this point is going to help you accomplish God's plan for your life. So as you know, 
that you're always at the right place at the right time at the right moment because God orders your steps. Now, you might sit there and you know beat yourself up because you say, well, you know, I haven't been following the Lord and so forth like that. That doesn't matter. God can take you know, your mistakes and turn them into victory. He can take lemons and turn them into lemonade. That is a God's, one of God's specialties. He doesn't like having to do that all the time. It's better if you just follow after Him, if you get into fellowship with Him, if you get into you know, a communing time, a, you know, a worshipful time every day with Him. Guess what? Everything starts to line up whenever you make that a priority in your life. Now, so let's, let's, talk, let's talk real quick. I want to jump back into this, uh, what I've got highlighted right here. You've got to, now let's see, you've got what you need inside to do God's calling on your life. It's already in you right now. But what's the catch? And here's the kicker right here. It's also in God. You need His presence daily in your life to really access what you need. You need His Word daily as well. It's how you gain wisdom without falling into a ditch in life. Wow, that is a just that one highlight right there. Let me. I just want to read that again. So you've got what you need inside to do God's calling for your life. It's in you right now. But what's the catch? Man, this is good. I'm glad I'm reading this right now. What's the catch? It's also in your Heavenly Father. You've got to, you need to immerse yourself into His presence daily into your life to access what's inside of you. You need His Word daily as well. This is going to give you the wisdom without you falling into the ditch of life. Okay, so the bottom line, God wants you to succeed. And God's already got a plan for your life to be able to help you succeed. And He's got big goals, big range goals. He's got short-term things. He's even going to be the source of everything that you need, from your energy to your motivation to accomplish that. He's even going to put the desires inside of your heart. You've heard me talk about this multiple times. Now, with all that being said, I just want to just reiterate you know, these three things that I got from chapter one, and they're just highlights of it, all right? So number one, you've got to know what you want, and here's the kicker, and keep knowing it. <laughs> and I love what, that, what Jesse says. You know, you might be the most talented thing in the world, but talent just only gets you to the dance, all right? You, you've got to actually take, you know, what you've been given and keep practicing on it on an ongoing basis. So you've got to know what you want and keep knowing it. Life gets really busy, and sometimes in the past, you can find yourself distracted or take your eyes off the prize of where you're going. All right? I mean, I, I just I, I don't have time to, you know, to go into too many stories of this, but you know, your heart's desire, you know, God puts that in, inside of you, and you have to, according, you know, according to 2 Peter, 2 Timothy 1, 5 through 6, it's, I'm just going to highlight the one phrase that I want to highlight in here uh, that you, know, you put in remembrance 
the gift, stir up the gift of God, uh, which was put inside of you. Uh, and, he, and this is what Timothy, this is Paul was talking to Timothy. You know, you can't sit there and allow society to steal your dream. You can't allow other people to steal away you remembering what you need to remember. I remember a gentleman on stage uh, making the statement. He says, sometimes, guys, we don't need to sit there and learn more. Sometimes we need to remember more. And that's just such a great statement right there that we need to remember more. Because if you can put in front of you, give yourself permission, guys, to go to, say, you know, um, cut out pictures from magazines or, or um, write on the wall of your house, maybe not the physical wall, but make a poster or something like that of what you want and put a remembrance, put it in front of you of what you want and why you want it, all right? Because trust me, if you don't do that, you're going to become like what majority of everybody in society does. You know, I, I sit down with a lot of people and, you know, one of the things that God's called me to be, you know, in, in this in this time of my life is to be a lamplighter. And I believe that he's always called me to be that. But what I find is the majority of people basically will take the dreams and goals and everything that they had and what they wanted and they allow circumstances, they allow health situations, they allow a failing marriage or they allow pressure from maybe so their parents, or they'll allow money to actually um, you know, start to choke out what they wanted, and they forget what they wanted. And I remember sitting across from a gentleman, um, his name was Brad, and I'm sitting across from Brad, and he go, I said, hey, Brad, tell me what your dream is. Tell me, tell me what your, and man, he, he kind of glazed over at first, and he said, well, Tyler, I haven't been asked that in the last, you know, six or seven, maybe 10, 10 years. And he, he was 20, 24, 25 years old. And, you know, gang, I'm here to tell you that you've got to remember what you wanted. You've got to keep knowing it. All right. And when you start to continue, it's almost like I want to continue knowing my wife. I want to keep exploring her because I am very interested in her. The same thing is what you want, you've got to keep knowing that. It's a continuum. It's not a one-time event. All right? The next thing is you've got to become clear about your mission. Because what will happen is, is when you become clear about what you want, what will happen is what you believe you must become and what you believe you must do. Now, what takes place with all this is you become very clear about your mission. Now, let's say that you want to get out of debt. All right. Well, I'll just I'll tell you uh, from my own personal story. I decided to get out of debt many, 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 many years ago. So you know what I decided to do? I got rid of all the credit cards in my life. All right. Amy and I only use one credit card, and it's limited. All right, and the only reason we have that is for, you know, uh, booking hotels and uh, utilizing that for any kind of airline expenses, just basically for those things. That, but we pay that off every single month, so we limited it ourselves. We are only basically a cash-only 
family, right? If we don't have cash for it, then we don't buy it. And we got very clear on what we wanted. We wanted to be debt-free. And I remember it took us about three years to actually see the full reality of that. But we took steps, clear steps, on making that happen. We limited our credit cards. We began to become a cash-only you know, uh, husband and wife. Like let's, but let's say you might want to have healing. Well, guess what? You've got to become very clear. You can't just sit there and talk about, oh, you know, the, my pain still hasn't gone away or my sickness hasn't gone away or, you know, it just keeps coming back or whatever. No, 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 no. You've got to become clear. You've got to start talking the language of success from the Bible. You realize that, that there's actually a language of success from the Bible? The Bible actually says, by, your, by Jesus' stripes, you're healed. Do you realize that God wants to, you to be in health? All right? It says that in uh, you know, 2 John uh, um, you know, 1, 2, or uh, 3 John 2. The beloved, I wish above all things that you, be, uh, that you prosper and be in health. This is the language of the Bible. You've got to become very clear about that. You might sit there and make your confession. One of Amy's confessions that she makes a lot of times is, I am fit, firm, and muscular. What a great statement that is. She makes that all the time. She's fit, firm, and muscular. I know that I need to start saying that even more on myself, right? The last thing I'm going to say is this right here as I wrap up, okay? And that is, you must be refuse to be distracted. Refuse to be distracted because your mission is too valuable, guys, because it's not only going to impact you, but it's going to impact other people. God's, God's all about others. It's not about you, right? And you can't allow the naysayers, you can't allow the enemy to wear you down or get you distracted from what you were called to do. You know, it, if you can, if you remember what Nehemiah, when he went in to rebuild, he had a clear, definite of purpose. I mean, you can go and read that in Napoleon Hill, right there. A clear, definite of purpose, a major definite of purpose to come and let us rebuild the wall. And what took multiple years? I mean, I think it took fifty something years that they were trying to, or not. I don't know how many years. It was a long time. But Nehemiah came in because he had a definite purpose. He was able to, he built the wall in 52 days. 52 days. What took years for other people that they couldn't get it accomplished. And in 52 days, a gentleman that had a clear, and there was distractions. If you go and read the whole book of Nehemiah, you'll hear that people were trying to come in and deceive him from completing his task. You know, people that were, Maybe well-meaning people were trying to bring him off course. You cannot allow well-meaning people to get you off course. I remember I had a conversation, you know, with my mom, and my mom was trying to convince me that I needed to quit and get rid of my marketing business because she thought that it had, you know, that I was being deceived or being told certain things from certain people. But mom hadn't seen what I've seen. Mom didn't have the vision that I had. 
And I had to, you know, in a very nice way, I had to communicate to my mom, Mom, I know you mean well about this, but this is not the direction that God has me going in. The direction that God has me going in is this right here. And I had to be upfront with my mom. And that was tough because mom was well-meaning. You know, if you read the Go-Giver, I mean, not the Go-Giver, but uh, the, uh, the book, The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkerson, it talks about border bullies. And one of the things in the border bullies is sometimes border bullies are actually good because they're well-meaning. They've got good intents. And maybe you might need to listen to that. I remember another story that you know, my parents and my sister sat down with me and you know, had a conversation. It was a border bully situation. I remember my wife kind of raising up and saying, no, you don't understand what we're doing and how we're doing it. But you know what? I was able to glean from that situation and maybe take some inventory of what I was doing and how I was doing things and how I needed to change. And you know what? I'm thankful I did because guess what? That border bully situation made me better. So yeah, it might have been a distraction if I had listened to it, if I, it could have got me off my clear mission of you know, having my own marketing business, which I have today, because those, those conversations that I had were many, many years ago, 10 plus years ago. But if I had succumbed to those, I wouldn't have what I have today. I wouldn't have the knowledge that I have today. I wouldn't have the business I have today. Anyway, so guys, you've got to know what you want and keep knowing it. You've got to be clear about that. You've got to actually start speaking the language of success in that mission and that uh, thing that you want and then refuse to be distracted from, you know, the only way you can really always be clear, and I'll wrap up with this, is getting in fellowship. Fellowship with the with Holy Spirit is only going to be able to help you do that. So, Success as Community, I'm done. I've actually got to go pick up my daughter now from preschool. But I hope you enjoyed uh, episode 201, all right? If you'd like for me to come and speak to your um, organization via Zoom, via uh, Skype, or if you'd like me to actually physically come out there uh, to your organization, or we can work something out. Just get in touch with me at, um, at Tyler at thesuccessedge.biz. Um, you can email me that way. <clears throat> or uh, let's see, and also if you'd like to partner with me and you feel led to do that, you can go to patreon.com backslash Tyler McCart. Um, I just started uh, a new thing with that right there where I'm actually sending out, um, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, to all my Patreon supporters, I'm actually giving some exclusive content uh, that I've decided to start uh, giving out and that I won't be giving out actually on the podcast uh, publicly. So if you'd like some, uh, some insight on some things, definitely go and check out and um, become a Patreon supporter of the Success Edge podcast. So Success Edge community, know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health, and gang, we'll catch you on the other side. Yeah.